Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are true stories sent in by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Welcome, students. We are throwing it back to school, and I think these are some of the funnest kind of episodes. Oh, 100%. When we get to reminisce. Take a walk down memory lane. It's so fun. Now, we are talking today about field trips, and my kids have gotten really into the Magic School Bus lately. It's a great series, both the old and the reboot. Yeah, they've been watch- they've watched both. Educational. I was a huge fan of the OG Magic School Bus. Mm-hmm. And so it's been fun to watch. I think we owned a VHS where... Oh, where um, they go in Arnold's stomach. Yeah. And then they hitch a ride that tracks, on Arnold. a Puff Cheeto, I think. <laughs> or something like yes, that. In a bag yes. of Puff Cheetos. But anyway, field trips. We were just talking with our mom because we were saying, I don't know, maybe depending on where you live. And I know we have a... Um, we have a charter school in our area. Mm-hmm. My kids don't go to this school, but they are big on what they call field learning like in mm-hmm. in field learning or in the field learning basically field trips that's charter school for field trip yeah <laughs> and so they do tons of field trips but uh-huh. other than that i would say generally speaking public schools these days don't do as many as i think the when we 90s were young were the 90s was a field trip field time trips. and then you lose a couple kids and you start to <sighs> and cut they back. ruin it for everybody <laughs> some of these stories y'all ruined it for the next generation because my kids they maybe will go on a field trip a year. One. One. They'll walk to Bonneville to see the play. Yeah. And my son went on one to the teacher's dairy farm. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. Well, he he was excited until he found out about people going to like the bees game and the aquarium and yeah, stuff. And, they're and like, then so he we like, had to walk to Mr. Warren's house right. and just see the cow that he's got in his backyard. Right. <laughs> so anyway, it was not, he did not feel that it was very even <laughs> that year. But anyway. Welcome to the public school system. I actually couldn't think of any personally oh come on i thought of yours when i slid yeah. at that pacific science center um have we talked about i mean it's I not, it's not have, super memorable you, yeah so anyway I, yeah i guess i'll kick us off with mine then okay um when we lived in the seattle area we had this field trip and it was an overnight field it's trip cool. they don't even i doubt, I doubt they, they do ever it. do overnight. no no we, we we stayed overnight at the Pacific Science Center, and um, if you're ever in that area, go there. It's really it is, it is really incredible, cool thing. even for adults. We were running late to this field trip. We had to get our own ride there. Yeah, so the parents had to bring us, and then we were there for the night. And we were running late, and so I was running across this lawn to try to get to the entrance by a certain time because they were locking, locking the, doors the doors, which because is best. It's great, great job. You have but, third graders. Sleeping overnight. Over. Yeah. yeah. You need to lock that sitch down. That's what I was up against though. Yeah. So I was just booking it. And you know, that rainy Seattle weather, those lawns are pretty muddy. Yeah. A little and slick. I, <laughs> I slipped and just went skidding across that lawn in my black leggings. Right. And I was just like, well, in and tears. I think you probably were wearing what you were going to sleep in. Yeah, I don't think they were wanting kids to like change there and you bring tons of stuff in your clothes to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had like a pillow and a blanket. Yeah, and so I was in the car. I remember this. I was young. I was probably in first grade. Yeah, and you I remember, remember seeing Brit you just crying, go down, go down, crying. <laughs> My mom's like, "Oh, great!" Like jumps out of the car <laughs> and she doesn't want to go in. Like. Because I'm all I'm muddy, so and wet. muddy and wet, and my mom's like, "Just get in there As before a mom, they lock yeah, the door. Before they lock the doors, you're gonna miss it." And Britt's like crying, <laughs> and she's like, "I'll figure it out." And so Britt goes running in, and my mom and I start to drive around downtown Seattle, 
trying to find a children's clothing store. Yeah. And it's probably like 8 p.m. Yeah, I don't even remember. And downtown Seattle, I mean, the only thing you're going to find is like Urban Outfitters or something. Right, or some outdoorsy thing. Yeah. Birkenstock. Anyway, I somehow, my mom found pants, but then she remembers, then she couldn't get in to get anybody. So she's banging on doors, running around to different doors, different windows, probably looking like a psychopath, crazy person. You're like, this is exactly why, why we lock the doors. But somehow you got your pants, correct? So I did. I did get the new pants and all was well and great field trip after that. Honestly, such a fun idea, but mm-hmm. really you know, borderline as to like being able to hold it down because I went on the same field trip and I, you know, I'm sure there were parents there and I'm sure there were adults there, but I don't I, remember, I remember them being around. I remember my teacher. I remember like my teacher being there as I was walking around seeing the things, but when it was time to go to bed, I don't know, like, <laughs> because it's not okay for the teacher to, to go, go sleep, sleep next to children. Right. And so there was a girl in my class and she had to be on some medication. And oh and when it wore off, we weren't normally around her when this medication wore off. Oh no, she was my friend. So it's like I under she told me. Like okay. it was not like I'm like being mean. Okay. And she stripped down to her underwear. Gosh. Only underwear. No top or anything. And for some reason we were sleeping in like the was there kind of like a tide pool area like with a touch and feel where you could like pet the stingrays and this that's the worst place you could put kids to sleep over drowning yeah potential killing of the animals inside like put me in the fossil room where everything's hung up high actually that's terrifying well no i that's where i slept was the dinosaur room oh that's scary and it was a little intimidating because if you were to kind of wake up and be disoriented as you do as a kid and And as you do sleeping over at a museum and there's a t-rex in there yeah yeah luckily i slept through the night but i feel like the tide pool area is actually is is more prone to mischief and issues and so she started wandering around she was crying i can't remember why she was crying trying to find the teacher no parents anywhere to be found we're all trying to settle her down (laughs) she's in her maniac in her undies running around the pacific science center (laughs) i don't remember how we got her calm maybe we eventually found a teacher but i can now see why this field trip probably doesn't exist anymore if any of our pnw friends um are listening (laughs) did you go on this field trip did you go on this field trip and is it still happening right because if so i would be very impressed that yeah. they're still doing this. All right. Yeah. Well, speaking of Washington, this listener, um, they were going to the Nisqually Wildlife Refuge in Washington in fifth grade. They were told to stay on the path because there's poison oak. Naturally, three boys <laughs> went off the path and right. under the brush and came out with burning and itching <gasps> skin oh, no. from the poison oak. And apparently they were told mud could help ease the itch. So (laughs) they caked mud all over these boys on their arms and legs and had to walk around with mud mask all over their limbs the rest of the day. Can you imagine the bus driver as he opens those doors to pick up the kids to take them back? I'd be like, you're not. Nope. Strap them to the top. This is a sleepover field trip now. (laughs) You'll be sleeping in the wild, you idiot. Also, (laughs) what teacher tells a fifth grade kid don't go over there and expects them not to go over there I know, you need to reverse be psychology actively actively hurting mm-hmm. and I mean, I mean honestly you as a teacher you know which ones are gonna go are gonna go so mm-hmm. you need to be right by those mm-hmm. guys yep and you need to say something like wander off the trail go wander off the trail guys go wander off the trail and then they'll do the opposite or i would have maybe gone a little bit more extreme than poison oak I've been like, Sasquatch has been seen here. Oh, that would be even more enticing for them. You think so? Yeah, but I would have been like, listen, and if you get poison oak on you, someone will have to urinate on you. Make the repercussion horrifying to them. Because <laughs> you're like telling these rowdy boys that all they are going to do is get muddy. Yeah. Like, uh, that's a Tuesday. Right. Um, 
Um, I I have one that's um, closer to home here where we are. Okay. Uh, This is one that Spencer told me today because he's like, what topic are you guys going to do? And I said, do you have any good field trip stories? And he's like, well, we went to the Hill Air Force Base Museum. And if you haven't been there, there's just a bunch of old planes Mm -hmm. and, you know, from different wars and different eras in the U.S. Air Force, all that kind of stuff. Pretty fun. And they had this helicopter that the students could climb into okay. and look at the, all the buttons and, and check things out. And in one of the seats, the kids could sit. Uh-huh. And then in the other seat, they had like this dummy, like a mannequin okay. that had all the garb. The co-pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That had all the garb that, you know, a military helicopter pilot would be in. Right. So Spencer wanted, I don't know, he just started messing around. <laughs> and... um decides he wants to i don't know if he was like got a cold 049er over here (laughs) stat roger roger and so i don't know if he was like gonna pick up this dummy's hand like wave to his friends or whatever but he grabs the hand and breaks it off Off. (laughs) now you look like some kind of pervert messing with a dummy anakin he when he was telling me this story (laughs) he was like he goes, uh, he immediately thought, because he's on a military base. Right. He mer- immediately thought. He's going to Guantanamo. For real. Yeah. And he was, this is government property. He was literally like, I'm going to jail. Yeah, I'm going to die. And the reaction he had tonight telling me this was like, he remembers that stress. Yes. So much. And he was trying to like hook the hand back on, but it like wouldn't <laughs> go back together. Don't worry. This isn't actually a fallen soldier. It's just <laughs> a mannequin. Just shove it under there, pull his little uniform Sleeve down, down yeah. and walk out. Walk I guarantee out. it already was broken and somebody <laughs> else already did that. You know what I mean? Yes. That is so funny. So he got it back on. I mean, he he just kind of, I think he just kind of set it like in the sleeve. Yes. You know, the best as he could. And high heart rate the rest of the (laughs) the field trip. Like they're coming for me. He's just waiting. They had to have seen it. I guarantee they had cameras in there. Oh, absolutely. Heat sensors. Mm -hmm. If anybody messes with this. Um, he's still worried that they're listening on his phone. Gen- he, well, he's like, I haven't been back since. He's like, I'm afraid <laughs> that my picture's up there. I'm like, it's time to go and heal these wounds. <laughs> like, if you, if they can spot you based on your fourth grade school picture, <laughs> then actually, have bigger problems. they deserve to arrest you. That's true. They've earned it. All right. This listener said the school that she used to teach at would go to the dump what? and water treatment plant. I mean, I guess it's good to know. Budget's low. (laughs) It's good to know when you go where it goes. Exactly. Yeah. See? (laughs) And to slow the flow when you go. And now you know. (laughs) So she said um, they would go in a bus with a quote unquote, you can put in quotes, tour guide. In other words, a sanitation specialist. In other words, a garbage guy. A poop doctor. I don't know. No, yeah, a garbage guy. She said other. Teachers have said it was the absolute worst trip ever and it smelled so bad. Well, I remember going to the dump as a teenager when mm-hmm. mom would have a bunch of yard stuff that you and I would have yeah. to go do. Oh and gosh. I remember like the, at the, moment, up. the moment I stepped in there, I felt like I had lice. Yes. And it was you rough. <laughs> Among scabies, lice. You needed <laughs> and a I shower. Remember, like, and you're like, trying I to touch anything. Trying to hold your breath as you're like yeah. unloading yard debris. Right. It, it just seems like a strange place to take children. Although we asked our mother, um, what any field trip stories from her? Because mm-hmm. it seems like you know she grew up in the '60s, and so I feel like there weren't a lot of rules. And so she <laughs> mentioned those were the days that she was talking to a friend the other day, and he was like, "Remember our field trip to the gun range? That, the gun range that would not fly. What was the lesson on the Second Amendment? 
Like, I mean, I do appreciate an educational field trip. <laughs> Like waste management. Although, you know what? I could probably use some like weapons skills over a lot of the things I learned about. Exactly. You know, uh-huh. I didn't, I don't know what You're I like, learned I, sleeping I, I, as over fun, at the Pacific as fun Science as, as fun as the aquarium is, I mean, learning about a seahorse is going to probably not come in as handy as maybe a shotgun. Right. I, I, unfortunately, this is the world that we're living in. Yeah. All right. Well, this listener said last year, their fourth grade students got stuck on Highway 6 in Spanish Fork Canyon after a fatal car accident. Oh my gosh, Spanish Fork Canyon stresses me out. Oh yeah, and if you, I guess you, if you know, you know, and if not, it's Sorry. hard to explain. But just it's know. really long. It's long, there's no way out. We've got, <laughs> no, there's I mean, no, no way I, out. So we have been stuck in Spanish Fork Canyon. I know. Um, because a train blew up. And, See? Uh, <laughs> like I was saying, it's... There's some weird fellings in this There's place. There's weird stuff going on. Yeah. And we have family members that live on the other side of – so we have to go through if we ever want to go and see them or yeah. go to like a, an event, you know, a wedding or baptism or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Well, and from um, what I understand, it's like a high death travel road. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe we should do the light Google Maybe on we that, are building this up pretty high, but maybe it's that was Parley's treacherous. Canyon. Yes. So because they were stuck – you know, they had no bathroom, no toilet. Oh, boy. And so the male, a male teacher and a female teacher would take turns running the kids across the road to pee and poop in bushes. <laughs> Because they were at a complete standstill. Oh my she gosh. said it was this almost... This is a lose-lose situation. I know. It's You're just, a teacher taking kids behind bushes. Can you imagine what it was like inside that bus? Yeah. It was probably lo- Lord of the Flies. Yes. And... Um, well, what are they wiping with? That, she said they had no toilet paper. It's with nothing. Yeah. Bunch of skids. <laughs> skids for the kids. Just let us get through this canyon. Yeah. And then the laundry is up to the parents. Yes. It's just, we got to just make it through. But that canyon's forever long. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, can we tip our hats for a minute to bus drivers out there? Oh. The things they've experienced. <laughs> to be able to sit down with them for a couple hours, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they have millions of stories. Yes. Um. But she said it was over three hours oh my that they gosh. were in the standstill. I was going to say, why can't they just hold their poop? But no, if they're literally three hours, for three hours. So try, yeah. With elementary school try kids. Try telling an adult to hold their poop for three hours. Right. No. And kids, you know how oh, they can't the do sweats. it. <laughs> the sweats. When you're like, I have to hold it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my goodness. And she's like, now it's kind of a running joke at their school. Um, oh, I'm sure. She's like, but I think it was a bit traumatic for the teachers and students. Did she say? Uh, oh, and she goes, yeah. and parents. <laughs> oh, Can you chaperones. Because, well, there would have been chaperones there, but also you might have been just getting texts. Texts right. that are saying, fatal accident in the canyon. Yeah. Your kids won't, you know, like right now. We're delayed. We're, like, you don't know when they're coming home. Or maybe you only heard fatal accident in the canyon. Right. And you were like. Or maybe this was before the time. Of text messages and quick notifications, and so you're at the school at the designated pickup time, and no, no, no children found in sight. And hours later, it rolls the poopy, stinky, <laughs> crying kids. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. And they're elementary kids, right? Yeah. Did she even say where they were going? Uh-uh. That doesn't even matter. It it's doesn't matter. They will never remember where they went. No. Yeah, they will. They remember where they went. If you know what I mean, <laughs> where they went, poop. But they will remember that standstill in the canyon. Yep. The bus. The bus is the main 
source for i mean you we we weren't on a field trip and i wasn't on the bus with you i met you at the hotel but you did go on a you know a bus trip with the drill team and antifreeze it was all over the costumes so we told this story oh yeah it's been a while it's It's been been a a little reader's digest of it so we were on our way down to a drill team competition and we decided to go the night before to support the girls dancing in the solo competition and um and then we'll be ready for the next morning when we have to compete so it's the night. It's December, cold. Mm-hmm. We are driving about an hour and a half away. Uh, we decide to put everyone's bags in the storage cabinet underneath, Where as you, you are supposed to. Mm-hmm. And we're driving along. We're driving along, and everyone is like, "It is freezing." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "I agree. It is very cold in here. We're kind of shivering." And so we go to the bus driver, and she's this super nice gal. And she's like, "I don't know why it's so cold." And she's like, "I'm trying to turn the heat up." And she's like, "This is actually kind of worrying me because." The heat that you know should be turning up as I'm doing this, and, and you're over here like I know nothing about buses, right? But if you're concerned, I'm, I'm concerned. concerned. So anyway, we pull over, and she's checking stuff out, and she's looking underneath kind of the bus, and she goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> she's like, "Antifreeze is leaking," and all of a sudden we open the storage compartment, and it has leaked all over the girls' bags. And when that, she says this, these are co- costumes, yeah, like, for the next costume for the next day, yeah. The g- bus driver. She like starts crying. Oh. And because cause she was like such a sweet lady. Yeah. And this was also one of her first times doing this type of trip where she goes overnight. Right. With a team. Oh, no. She's and, like, I'm never gonna get asked again. Yeah. And I and so it was such a disaster. Yeah. Um, we had to get a whole bunch of quarters and wash as much as we could in the hotel bath or in the hotel laundry like service, you know, with the quarter machines. Yeah. I mean, otherwise the next day you'd have girls puking from inhaling well, or like slipping around. It's like, that, you know, Greasy. substance. Yeah. Slangy. So anyway, that was a total disaster. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of these stories are going to be bus stories. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Know? Like this listener, she said this one time a kid fell asleep on the bus with his hand down his pants. Oh, now never going to live it down. No, he won't. That will be his identifier. I hope that nobody had a camera phone. At that time? Oh, yeah. That, I was going to say the same thing. Because, I mean, if this was in the 90s, then he should thank his lucky stars. We should all be thanking our lucky stars that we did not grow up in the age of that time. Because uh-huh. I would have some major blackmail situations <laughs> in my life. Yes. But speaking of the bus, um, our mom also told us this story. Yes. And it was actually our uncle who was on the bus and he was heading up to go skiing. With, with a, children. With children. With a bus. So, and he was a kid. Yes. So, they were doing like a ski trip. I guess... Winding up the mountain, the bus took a turn a little too sharp, mm-hmm. maybe or maybe kept their acceleration a little too high. They rolled down a freaking mountain, <laughs> like like over to-tun, over to-tun, rolling to-tun, the bus to-tun, until like a giant Twinkie just rolling down the. Yes, hill. There's no seatbelts, right? Those kids were hitting the ceiling for sure. My mom said lunches were rolling, kids were rolling, <laughs> and it did a little number on her little brother. She said they took a family trip to. Um, Yosemite National Park not too long later and he you know when they were kind of winding through the trails and where it gets up high he was just sunken in his seat like panicking yes poor thing well I mean are they all okay did anybody break an arm did anybody she puke? said they did okay like the, everyone walked away right from the crash right because they had some big trees that stopped the bus that subject has come up for debate multiple times that I've seen news articles oh, do, do we you put, put seat belts, belts in and they are always like, no, it causes more of a problem, plus the time it takes, and da 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 and then breaking all the time, and kids hitting each other with it, and all sorts <laughs> of stuff. And I mean, my kids ride up and down a canyon every day in a bus, and it Can gets I wintry. tell you this funny story, Allison? 
Uh, is it your about daughter. My kids? <laughs> and I don't know if you need to like call and just check on the bus driver or oh, something. Oh, she has told me this, I think. It was, she was like, Oh, she was driving with me and it was like a snowy day. So I was going yeah. really snow, really slow and being really cautious because um, the roads weren't plowed at this time. And she's like, you know what? When it gets this snowy on our way home from school, <laughs> sometimes our bus driver wants to give us a little bit of fun and, <laughs> and he speeds up <laughs> and kind of tries to make the bus like swoosh and slide. I know. I have two theories. And I go, I go... Are people scared? And she goes, everyone laughs. Listen, we live up in the mountains. Well, yeah. It's shoeless children. It's <laughs> no seat belts. It's. Oh my no, I'm just kidding. He wants to give us a little bit of fun. <laughs> Here's what I'm wondering. I'm seeing it one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Could see that happening. He's been driving bus for a long time. Okay. This man. So he's probably got a real sick sense of humor. <laughs> but he's I, he seems like a nice guy. But he also might have a, a really good sense of how far to push it? Either that or when he does slip and slide, he, he goes, just, oh, ha, ha, just trying to give you guys a little fun so that he's not like, ah, 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 and then and scaring panicking. children. Yeah. So I don't know which one it is, but she's buying into it is what I'm saying. If that's what and he's she giving. she says it's fun. Yeah. And she doesn't, she's not afraid. <laughs> but so, I will say, Allison, I have, you might have to firsthand experience how, how good it is to really have so the seatbelt off. So you're saying undercover as, as an elementary grader. school child onto the bus. <laughs> And just see how the driving is. Sure. Okay. Because if an adult's on there and he's pulling shenanigans like that, he's not going to do it when I'm on there. Right. So you're going to have to fully commit. Yeah. I'm going to have to do either like that or GoPro on my kid. Yeah. Attach a GoPro to them or something. But I, if I was a bus driver, well, I wouldn't be because I'd hit a kid. So (laughs) there's that. All right. Well, this listener said, speaking of bus drivers, one time they were on a school bus, I believe, going to a field trip. There was a train coming and instead of the bus stopping... As we're told, right? To the that, bus. That's the only thing I remember from driver's ed. Was <laughs> the lesson? It's we a got, good one we to got remember. A, we got a keychain with like a railroad crossing, yeah. on it. Like obviously, this is a problem. Yeah, and I'm glad it stuck. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So she said, instead of the bus stopping. Okay. Side note: Do you remember being in a bus and every time they got to a train track, mm-hmm. they would stop and open the door and close it and then drive? Yes. I don't know why they do that. I was told so many different things. I don't know if I've been One told anything, time but I, I always heard had it was questions. a superstition. Really? The other- to let out the bad spirits? <laughs> Get out of here. We're about to cross a train track. We don't need that vibe. The other time I heard it was... We need that negative energy. To make sure the doors can open on the off chance that the bus got gets stuck <laughs> okay. and people can get out. Uh-huh. Um, not sure. Okay. I, I, I had never I heard really any little, when explanation. I was, when I was quite so all young, I had were questions. When I was quite young, I had the thought that like maybe they were opening it like, case anybody wants to get on. And I was like, are we just going to let homeless train hobos <laughs> like jump on our bus? Oh that was just my own. Yeah. Your thought. own theory. Yeah. My own thought. Like, why are we just like, anybody on? I don't know You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, this particular listener said the bus driver did not stop. Okay. And decided to gun it as the Things arms are coming, are coming down. down. And she said the most terrifying sound was as the bars came down on, on top the of the bus, no. scraped to the top of the bus until it fell off <gasps> the back of it. And she said, just thankful to have survived that. <laughs> She's like, um, I'm a survivor <laughs> and I'm proud to be able to be here today with you. What in the world? I, yeah, you do not push it. Was this driver drinking? <laughs> like, or maybe, we don't play chicken here. This ain't Footloose. <laughs> You've got lives at stake here. But so, sometimes maybe they're a little jaded. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe I they, would hit a kid. Maybe so. they have come to these train tracks so many times. They're like, I never make it in time, and they always send the 27 car train through this section. We're gonna be here for 15 straight minutes, right? And so they're like, I can make it. I know and I, I can, can get everybody home on time because <laughs> if I'm stuck at this crossing, yeah, I might have children. to go to across the street and pee in the bushes, right? No one wants to see that. You guys, once again, the bus. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's always maybe we maybe we rename this wheels on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels come off the bus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this listener says in high school, they were on a bus ride to state the state tennis competition. OK. So they had to share a bus with another school's team. So it wasn't a normal school bus. It was one of those travel buses. But they all had to sit in the back of the bus, which is where cool people sit. That's just what high school kids do. Yeah. Now, if I'm on a bus, I'm at the front. Because the I need the air. I need to be able to see quick, the road. Quick exit. And I'm going to chat with the bus driver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they usually got candy. <laughs> yeah. I want to be at the back or with the troublemakers. Like, or you can kind of like suggest like, do you know what would be a really great pit stop? You know? Yes. Let's. Go. They there's, just there's opened a, in and, and out. Yeah. There's a 7-Eleven yeah. out there if we just want a little snacky snack. And I'll buy everybody Slurpees if you just pull over. You included, <laughs> man. You included. <laughs> so... On the highway, they're going along, and then they heard a really loud pop, and they felt the bus sink to the left, <laughs> and it immediately smelled awful. Mm-hmm. That is panic. Yeah. If, if so many different things are happening at once. Right. So one of the guys looked out the window and saw that one of the tires had exploded. One of the, like, fellow students. Yeah. Okay. And there was barely any tire left, and sparks oh, were my. flying everywhere. Imagine being and behind this bus. She said it started a small fire. Oh, I wonder if like on the wheel or like behind them. Well, I mean, you're metal on, I mean. Metal on asphalt. Yeah. Yeah. They start immediately trying to get attention up to the front of the bus, to the driver. and Pipe down back there. It's actually a really big deal. Um, (laughs) I was just watching that clip. I don't want to interrupt, but like this is really bad. I was just watching that clip from Happy Gilmore because I was trying to figure out if I could put a clip up to like spark people's. For field trips. Yes. And it was when they throw the sandwich at at Chris Farley and he's like. (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> like like raging, you know, yes. and they just don't want to hear it. They've heard it all. They're like, quit yelling back. They're probably not listening to. Uh huh. Well, and we've we've also been in those situations. I think most of us probably listening, where kids like make a big deal about something, yes. like, oh my gosh, Miss Britt, da 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 Yeah, every day. Yeah. So they were probably like, just who cares? I, I'm on a weekend trip with high right. school kids. This can you not? I need to pop an Advil right, right now. Meanwhile, there's smoke starting, and it absolutely reeks probably like <laughs> yeah metal on asphalt doesn't yeah. smell great finally the smell reaches up to them and they pull over everyone had to get out <laughs> wasn't the boy who cried wolf <laughs> this was real um they had to get all their stuff off the bus they're on like a la bus they're not on like a yellow school <laughs> like bus, on a right? travel because bus she said they're on a travel bus so they had to all just stand out on the side of the road while they figured out what was happening. Mm-hmm. And all these kids were like their bags. So I guess there was a track bus, like for the track team. Wow. Heading lucky. somewhere else. Yeah. And they eventually were able to find them along the side of the road and then loaded them up. This is when you're really happy every kid has a cell phone. Right. Right. Otherwise, you know, you say what we want to say about cell phones. You're walking. But-, <laughs> but they said whatever part of the tire that got left back on the road pretty much probably just stayed there. Okay. I have to say... The explosion of a tire, I experienced it not so I had as a, fl- not as a driver. I had a flat tire before, mm-hmm. and that's a little bit jarring. Yeah, I was driving next to someone this summer whose tire blew. Yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> I thought I'd been shot <laughs> because she we were parallel. We were we were um neck right and neck, neck neck and neck right next to each other on the freeway. Okay, 
I felt it through my door. It felt like something hit my door. And uh, maybe the tire, maybe the tire did, did. But at the same time, I think it was just the pressure. I screamed so loud <laughs> and I and I and I just gripped my steering wheel, <gasps> screamed, and was like blinking, you know. It reminded me of like Dumb and Dumber when they like grab back onto the handlebars and they're like, <laughs> you know, and what happened? Like mm-hmm. then I look and then I hear that the thunk, the thunk, the thunk, the thunk, and mm-hmm. I look over and the driver's eyes are huge and I see her <laughs> panic. So I start trying to slow down so she can because she's to the left of me. So she needs to get she needs to take an exit quick. So yeah, when I think about the pressure that, that tire's under and the sound of it blowing, and then you're going like 75, 80 miles an hour. A bus tire is under a ton of pressure. Right. Huge. Right. And a bus driver is under a ton of pressure too. <laughs> but anyway, that is no doubt was like one of the scariest things on the road. It wasn't even it wasn't even my vehicle call right but it was so loud and i yeah i i told andy i'm like i thought someone shot <laughs> at our car, car door like it was so loud <laughs> well so have you chaperoned your kids field trips much yes you have mm-hmm. i went to the ogden nature center with flynn's class okay and i went to the museum of natural history with ivy's class mm-hmm. i feel bad because scarlet um yep. i always had younger kids yep. at home that's and, where i'm at and so I didn't get to go to very many of her field trips because I always had like the younger siblings at home. That's what I'm struggling with. I am like, I am the type that is a, like, let's go. That's a chaperone. You uh-huh. know, I'm happy to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun to go hang with your kids. And my kids are always like, we want you to come. But they specifically keep putting in the permission slips, no younger children. We need mm-hmm. you to be able to attend to the children that are coming on but the field trip. We need you to be able to pay attention to the actual kids. Yeah. That are on the Yeah. So I feel bad because some moms will send me pictures that are there and I'm yeah. like, oh, I feel so bad and I feel dumb. I want to be there. Mm-hmm. But chaperoning is also kind of stressful. Right. And you understand why these teachers are like, no, you can't be bringing your infant because we need all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. And this is a key example as to why this next story. Okay. Okay. This listener said her husband went on a hike with their son's second grade class. Second grade. Six and seven-year-olds. And they're hiking. And I'm just saying, like, keep in mind the age of these okay, children. Okay. Okay. This wasn't eighth graders. Okay. So they're on a hike. And they were exploring through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like there was a budget. And <laughs> no Pacific Science Center for these kids. <laughs> the world is your science center. Yeah. Anyway, they said- It's a lesson we can all take. They happened, to, they happened upon what looked like to be a homeless camp. Oh, no. With beer cans <gasps> all around. Mm-hmm. So the kids started saying things like, Oh, these people must really like soda. <laughs> so this listener's husband is wrangling the kids. Okay, come on, come on. Let's yeah. get away from all this stuff and all this stuff. <laughs> right. Don't slice your fingers on that open beer can. Everybody. Bobby. Have you guys heard of tetanus? Okay, time for a, time for a lesson here. This is the science that we're talking. This is the science yeah. that we are here to learn. This ended up being more educational than you thought. Ha- have you guys ever heard of hepatitis C? <laughs> B? so anyway she said right as he's like trying to get all of them on track he hears a can open and one of the boy little boys found an unopened beer can oh i was scared that the homeless camp owner was that would be so terrifying but this is also not great (laughs) and it's like you know probably one of those things where it's happening and you can't stop it because he hears the can open Okay. And the boy starts drinking no, it before no. the chaperone dad could Can stop him. Stop. Luckily, though, the little kid started spinning it out and oh, said, Oh, good. Ah, this is disgusting. I think yes. the soda's bad. The beer has <laughs> gone, gone bad. bad. <laughs> she said she doesn't 
recall that her husband has gone on a field trip since. He's like, listen, he's afraid. I had a six-year-old drink beer on my watch. I can't do this. I am this. not a good candidate. It's like you have a really good out to never get asked to chaperone again. Yeah. I don't think he told anybody. No, I would never. I wouldn't either. And le- like, because once you tell the teacher, guess what? The teacher has to tell the parent. And, oh, and then I you're don't getting want a call. to encourage secrets. But at the same time, <laughs> no harm, wasn't no foul. your fault, man. And he Everything wasn't was fine. drunk. And he doesn't like beer. And so really, it's a win. <laughs> now he knows. That if someone asks him, do you want to drink this when He'll he does like, get in eighth grade? Well, what's the expiration date? Because <laughs> I once drank some of that kind of soda and it tasted terrible because it had been sitting at a homeless campground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But um, it also kind of depends on what type of field trip. Like I said, when we went to the nature center, mm-hmm. um, it was more of you were just kind of helping wrangle kids. And the tour guides would kind of tell you about things. But then when I went to the Natural History Museum, they had like worksheets for us to fill out. As a parent? Well, kind. I mean, so you're in charge of your group and your group is supposed to be like, okay, we're going to head to the botany area. Britt shows up. She's like, excuse me, I wasn't aware there was an assignment. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. And so, yeah, we're like, okay, you guys, we have to get to um, the geology section because we right. have to answer these questions about rocks. And so that was like, like, I was told I'm here to keep them alive. Right. And I'm like, I'm not. Period. Do you guys think that, who do you think is really filling this paper out? Me. <laughs> yes. I'm like, guys, wait, 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 wait. We didn't do the purple geode. Come back. Come no, back. for real. Come back. For real. I hate that. I hate that so much for you. And that is just not okay. And the parents don't care about um, learning. Yeah. Like I've been it there. I've done that. I've slept at the Pacific Science Center. I've been to Fort Buenaventura. Okay. That was one field trip I was going to talk about though. Okay. Well, well I was going to talk about chaperoning a little bit because my mom was a frequent chaperoner mm-hmm. because she's like that. Like yeah. she's involved and she was, she thought it was fun. And we went, there was a place in the Ogden area that's st- still there. I don't know if kids are still going to field trips there. It was called Fort Buenaventura. And they, you learn about mountain men and Native Americans and, and, and trading indig- pelts. And-, and so all through fourth grade leading up, we were earning beaver pelts <laughs> by being good. And then we went to Fort Buenaventura and we were supposed to dress up mm-hmm. as mountain men or indigenous people. <laughs> I chose mountain man. Good. I was like, I have the beaver pelts. Like I'm not stepping into that ter- territory. No, it of sounds someone- like a trap, a beaver trap. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that if I ever try, if I ever try to run for anything, <laughs> and a picture of me at Fort Buenaventura pops up, right? Any sort of a public office, I'm done for. <laughs> the PC police, they're coming <laughs> after me. So I have a picture of me in garb. I commit to the theme. We know this. Were you probably one of the only ones? Yeah, that was dressed okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a girl, and then there was a girl in like you know Native American clothing. And then anyway, but of course I show up like mainly the one way mm-hmm. decked out. I had like my mom's suede belt around my head. I don't know. I don't know. Like there was no Google going on. So you're just kind of like, like hmm, what you've does seen. This, does this feel mountain men? Yeah. Yes. Does this say beaver pelt? <laughs> right. Um, and so we went up and like traded things and then we did some games. I don't know. It, it sticks in my mind. Mm-hmm. We did canoes. I think some kids tipped <laughs> in a canoe. Can't totally remember, but I do feel that that happened because there were some kids that were wet. But we went back to Fort Buenaventura for a winter one, and my mom chaperoned, and we learned how to cross country ski. We went to different stations. Okay, I think there was like a skeet shooting situation, but it was BB guns. Right. If if we were, if unless I'm losing it, cross country skiing. The course wasn't easy, and I remember <laughs> my mom. I, we're beginners. This is first time we're over here, and I remember my mom 
was trying to help these poor kids that had never so much as strapped a ski on their foot. Right. Just struggle and fall and struggle and fall. <laughs> and I have this vision of my mom and I'm taken off like I just got to make it around. And I look and my mom has this girl between her legs. <laughs> and my mom's on skis, on cross-country skis. And she is trying to cross-country ski with a fourth grader that is probably the same size as her. My mom's 5'2 or 5'3, like tiny person. And this girl is like a limp rag doll. <laughs> And crying. And my mom is like bound and determined to get her on the course. And I'm like, leave her. Leave her. She doesn't want to do this. She wouldn't have made it back then. She's not going to make it Every man for himself, Karen. Send her to the lodge. But she was so trying to help this poor girl. And I thought, what a trooper. I'm just, I can just picture it all. Yeah. Um, No no man left behind at Fort Buenaventura. I'm going to find this picture because somebody put it on my. A a picture of, or a picture of you. At Fort Buenaventura. Okay. Yeah, like a, some you know, someone finds a picture, puts it on Facebook, and is like tags you in it. Yeah. Right? Okay. Kind of like that. Um, one of the other field trips that I went on with Flynn was the Ogden Nature Center, mm-hmm. and normally they Nature? do the Ogden Nature Center winter field trip is a snowshoeing field trip, but okay. for some reason the year, well, they were like saying that the snow wasn't the right consistency to do it. Um, tell that to the mountain men. Right. They had no choices. They had no options. Um, but. A couple years prior, Ivy, my middle daughter, went snowshoeing at the Ogden Nature Center, and I get a call from the from the school. Oh dear, saying um, Ivy's thrown up. Oh, and I think what happens is we all know that feeling when I, it's I'm really feeling sick just thinking about it. When it's really cold outside, so you got all your gear on, mm-hmm. but then you're you're huffing and puffing yep. doing this winter sport, yep. skiing, hiking up the hill after after sliding down it, yeah. or snowshoeing. So I think she just got overheated. And threw up on the snowshoe trail. <laughs> and so I had to get my booty down to the Ogden Nature Center and pick her up. Settle down, Ivy. <laughs> it's just a snowshoeing trail. Okay, here I am. Do you see the band, the like suede band I have around my head? I'm surprised you didn't like ditch it when no one else had it. <laughs> well, there's a couple girls. There's a couple girls with like, like, po- like a-, a Pocahontas look uh-huh. and like a little bit of like some ripped up clothes. But like, like my two feather- close friends here are very much in just like oh, this old person, navy. They look like this girl's got a headband. So maybe there were a couple more that were. Yeah, but I remember I had a suede vest and a suede headband. Oh, yeah. You were like fringy. Yeah, fringy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was probably a cowboy. I was probably way off. Well, I probably looked a little more hippie. Yes. A little more hippie than yes. anything. Yes. Sometimes on field trips, romance can blossom. Mm. Uh, a listener, I probably held hands on a field trip or two. You know, you're out of the classroom. Yeah. You're out of the normal. And maybe and you're th- out of your mind in love. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe things just progress in a different way because you're in a different setting. Well, because when you're at your desk, you can't hold hands with, right. you know, but Brian. Yeah. If you're on the nature trail, right. you could maybe walk next to Brian. And then as you collect pine cones, your hands brush. Right. And, you know. Maybe you guys are both in the same group. Just don't brush up against the poison oak. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And maybe you guys are in the same group um, for the nature log right. that you're keeping, you know. Um, and so this listener, it was ninth grade Lagoon Day. Oh. And it was the terror ride. Mm-hmm. So the terror ride. I, I'm like drawing kind of a blank. Have you been on the you terror? Are? Well, I mean, have you well, been yeah, on yeah, because you probably never went on it. I probably, well, I just Wham. probably closed my eyes the whole yeah. time. Um. It so, smells like, I don't know what in there. It's damp. I don't know why. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out why it's damp. Maybe they're trying to make it like a cave. Yeah. You know, so it they're misting like it. <laughs> it's, it's 
like a, you go in this little cart, kind of Disney style, yeah. where you go and see like different scenes, but it's like horror scenes. Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> and um, like there's one that I remember where it's like someone's on an operating table. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't remember specifics, I guess. Uh, that's but, what I, that's like coming to mind. But and then like it turns your cart to like f- force you to face, face whatever a different it scene. is. Yeah. yeah. And so this guy says, you know, there's been a whole buildup in Spanish class. Okay. Uh, fl- a lot of flirting. Mm-hmm. A lot of amor. Yeah. Um, he said that they did hold hands watching Don Quixote mm. um, during movie day in Spanish. Mm. So they decided to go on the terror ride together. Oh, muy bueno. Muy bueno, yes. <laughs> and he decides to make his move. What move? So Like he, a kissing he move? Go, he goes in to start kissing. She seems terrified. Now seems like a good time. <laughs> Let's just ease the tension a little bit here. We did talk about that, though, in an episode where, like, I, you know, we all, well, a lot of us have held hands with, snuggled with boys watching scary movies or uh-huh. through a haunted and, house because you're desperate. <laughs> well, you, well, you're just maybe got, they were too. Uh, may, yeah, I'm not trying to toot my horn here. <laughs> Mutual, um, mutually desperate, mutually but, scared. I don't know. Well, it probably just lent itself to the perfect opportunity because those things aren't like bucket seats. They're just like a a bench seat. A bench seat. There is nothing and between if you she's two. Scared, other than, but sexual tension. Yeah, and <laughs> and so if she was like, oh, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. You know, it probably was the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you remember? So they they're kissing. Mm. through the terror ride and okay. he said this is his first kiss oh wow and How but memorable. do you remember at the very end of the terror ride right before you go through those doors and you get into sunlight mm-hmm. it like honks this really yes. loud horn and it flashes like a big light, light. At you. Yes. yeah so it really is Startling. like you're kind of like oh we're getting to the end yeah and then you so you let your guard down and then all of a sudden it's like yes. he goes that horn and that light scared the bejesus out of both of them <laughs> because i thought you were gonna say scared the something out of him oh my gosh but um, you went somewhere else with him yeah he's like super memorable field trip for me that is a super memorable field trip i remember ninth for grade cute, day for cute. i wasn't interested in anybody i'd been going to school with we were there to find boys from other schools yeah you're like let's the ninth see, grade field let's trip see what we can day. find here. yes and i did meet up with a guy and it turns out his mom knew my mom from burley idaho so there's that story of and our he, lives and he ghosted me <laughs> yeah we rode on the sky ride together and did anything happen did Sparks lie? No. 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 Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you go on these field and trips. And how we made that connection. Right. So tell me about your mom's background. <laughs> Where's your mom from? Do you come from a big family? You, I asked really, really you, riveting questions. Where are you from originally? We were getting deep on the first meet. So, so Dustin, you're also a fellow ninth grader from junior high. Cool. So anyway, tell me. Where does your family hail from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how we made this connection. Seriously. <laughs> so yeah, these field trips, it really is it's it's a wild card. It's yeah. whatever like I'm pe- surprised more bad things haven't, haven't happened. happened to us. Like slipping in the mud feels mild. Yes. Um because but, I mean like letting 14-year-olds run rampant in, in Lagoon. Lagoon and then just being like pick you up, be to the bus at 8. Right. Seems risky. <laughs> You know, yeah, and I mean, because people, you know, like if you sign up to be a chaperone this year, folks, yeah, um, you know, you could have poop and pee. Yes, you might have to fill out a worksheet. You might, you get might have kissed. to break up some makeout sessions, right? Or you might have a bus that tumbles down a hill. So it's- I'm going to start asking my kids more pressing questions after their field trips because I'm not getting any good stories like this from them. All right, well, well whether or not you decide to chaperone this year, or if anything. This wacky 
has happened happens while you're on the field trips. Just remember. Someday you'll laugh about this. All right, you guys have a great week. Keep those reviews coming. We've had some really nice ones. I'm going to just pull up a couple and just say thanks to our gabbers. Time to feed our ego. For for being so nice to us. Guys, I promise it's not that big. Because we... We get humbled daily um, from different (laughs) instances. Um, But a lot of gabbers came in when we were trying to reach our goal. And we still are. I really wanted to shout out because we had a ton come in on December 31st and it's so nice. Oh, thanks Um, guys. I'm going to post them. This one says, so fun from Berkey Mama. Listening to this podcast is like chatting with two old friends. It is so fun, lighthearted and brutally honest. Love listening to all the stories. (laughs) Thanks for the silliest hour of my week. Yay. Cute. And then... This one's short. So funny from Cammie Nicole Lind. I have laughed through every single episode. Good. So you guys, thank you so much for supporting us and sending us ratings and reviews. And, and thanks for helping us create this community. It really is a community of mm-hmm. gabbers. And, and we just help make each other giggle. Yeah. And because it's it's not, it's like your guys' stories are, are, it's not just like, oh, hosts that are tell, talking about themselves, t- talking about stuff. It's your guys' epic stories are just fueling this whole thing and it makes it so fun. So thanks again, you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I didn't feel like my British accent was like quite where it needs to be. When I fell on that that Pacific, I almost said specific science there. The year before okay, us. Okay, because I remember we, we were like, who ruined it for us? What class ruined it and for us? And you guys us? have always blamed it on us? Yeah. We did not sleep over. It oh. was must have been the year before us. So go track those guys down. That better? Those were looking better. All of a sudden, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that guy you screenshot of? Don't be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die when you hear who it is. This is an Aspen. You know it's an Aspen because of the way that it is.